Hi, Moonies. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with the amazing voice actor, Zeno Robinson, aka Childish Gamzino. He's the voice for Hawks in My Hero Academia, Ezekiel and Carol on Tuesday, Prince Kelby in Cannon Busters, Cyborg and Young Justice, Go and Pokemon Journeys, the series, and so, 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 so much more. Um, super excited to have him on the show. Thank you for being here. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for I'm- having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you again for agreeing to be on the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. No, no, I, again, thanks. I, I'm I'm appreciative that that you know that you even thought to reach out to me of all people and <laughs> and have me on here. So I'm grateful. Yeah, of course. So the first question I like to ask everyone is um what their first memory of watching Sailor Moon is. Um, my first memory of watching Sailor Moon is uh um. It probably, I, I've been having this debate with myself if it's the first anime I've ever watched. But mm-hmm. like, I used to, my dad used to take me to to um, Blockbuster, and I would always, uh, I would always pick the same two, because I'm a, I'm a, a, a man of habit. So I'd always pick the same <laughs> two um, uh, VHSs, which was Sailor Moon and the Sonic cartoon. Specifically, the episode where he he races against Metal Sonic. Um, yeah, I don't remember which episode of Sailor Moon I always got, but I'd always get those two. It would be Sailor Moon and that. So that's my earliest memory is going to Blockbuster and getting that Sailor Moon uh, VHS to bring home. Uh, that's cool. Was it the yeah. one with like the glittery like um, outline? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm, I don't think so because uh, okay. I remember them all being in like the little the blockbuster cases. Oh right, that's yeah. true. They did like swap them out and put it in that like white and blue. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. So actually, we we used to go to Blockbuster, but then we started going to Hollywood Video, and I think they actually had like the oh um, the little glitter the, the everyone everything in its original case. Yeah, I think so. I might be remembering wrong. I know the video games were. I think I might be remembering all wrong. I don't know. It's been years. <laughs> But that's cool. Yeah, Sonic is iconic, too. So I can totally see why those would be your go-to. Especially, like, then. I feel like you could always go back to it and, like, it would still be so good. I know yeah. for me, I um I used to always rent um the Disney. Disney had, like, episodes of, like, The Little Mermaid, the show. And they had, like, Aladdin, the TV series for a bit. And there were, like, these little episodes you could watch. So I would, mm-hmm. I would go back for those a lot, too. So that's no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what did you feel? What were you thinking as you were watching Sailor Moon? Um, like for the first time, like back then? Yeah, or even now, like how do you, how do you feel about it? Um, I, I'm not sure, like, I feel like back then I just thought, I just thought they were so cool. Like, I just Mm. thought they were just, um, there was just, there was just this group of girls who, who, when they transformed, they, they just got stuff done. They, you know, they had these cool transformation sequences that that I just thought were like the coolest thing ever. Like I think looking back now, like, um, it's like an example of like how like um characters can also be like strong and kick butt without having to fit into like the archetypes that usually accompany those things you know yeah yeah i think that's definitely one of the highlights for it another thing i realized recently in sailor moon that i i think may have drawn me to it is that the characters eat 
and they aren't afraid to eat, <laughs> which I love. That's so true. Um, I don't think any. I I love like food and anime. Like all, mm-hmm. everybody's always eating, and they always just eat, and that's that's like a thing. Like that's always that's like that's some people's character traits. Like that's their act- attributes. Like you're an eater. Like all you do is sit around and eat, and you don't get any weight. You know. I don't know yeah. if like any other like medium like kind of does that like that. That's so true because I know like there's a lot of like Hayao Miyazaki movies I watch and the food just makes me so hungry. <laughs> I know. I don't know what it is about animated food that looks so delicious. So I think good. uh I was watching something. Um it might have been like Haikyuu or something, but there was like curry and I was like, "Man, I would just <sighs> Yeah. I would love some curry right now." Oh, no, 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 no. I was watching uh, Dorohedoro, and the, mm. she owns, like, a gyoza shop, so she's always making gyoza and uh, Nikaido. Oh, and I'm like, that she makes gyoza look mad delicious. Like, I wasn't gyoza now. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I watch Naruto, I always crave ramen. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, did you have a, um, a Sailor Scout or a Senshi that you liked or you thought was, like, the best? I'm trying to remember... Um, cause it's been, it's been a really long time since I've watched Sailor Moon. Um, yeah. is Mer- I think it might be Mercury though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember because my favorite Sailor Scout is the one she transformed and she does this really cool things with her fingers and she like lifts them up, but they kind of shake a little bit. Like that's how attention, I guess mm. attentive to detail <laughs> I was as a kid, but whatever movement she made, I think she, and I think her powers were fire, but whatever that was, I was like, yo. That's so cool how she does that thing with her hands and it it, yeah. it, it, it moves and it, I don't know. It just looked really cool and I was like, that's my favorite. I think um, I know, yeah. <laughs> I remember being a fan of uh, Tuxedo Mask too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just because like, I was a boy and he was like the only like noticeable boy or male character in the show that I like latched to onto as a kid. But like, or I guess maybe the despair, like the, the, dis- the, I don't, I don't want to say disparity because it sounds like a negative word, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah. um, there's like, you know, there's like, I don't know, I've said like seven or eight like central women characters, mm-hmm. and then like one guy, and like you could just, it's glaringly elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, who's that guy? He's the only right. guy. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get that because I think for the opposite, there's been times where I've been like, 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 oh, this is the only girl, so clearly that's the person I'm gonna be. Right, that's the person I have to attach myself to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like black people. Oh, that's the black person? Cool. They have to be my favorite. (laughs) Exactly. That's the person I'll be rooting for, villain or hero. Does not matter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And then, yeah, I think you're talking about Sailor Mars, and I'm wondering if she holds, like, a, um, I guess it's either, like, a charm or, like, a curse, like, a piece of paper, and it kind of waves. And I'm wondering if that's, like, the the motion you're thinking of. Maybe. Yeah. It might be Mars. Yeah. I I mean, she's definitely the only fire person, but, um... But that hand movement makes me wonder. I'm like, that could be a few people, but I feel, I feel like it might be Mars because that's Mars. definitely like stand out. Yeah, yeah I, I love that, and I was like, that one's cool. I want, yeah, I, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> she is awesome. <laughs> and then, how'd you get into voice acting? Um, so I got into it. Uh, I was always into acting, and um, and uh, I took a program that um allowed me to like. Uh, train in you know commercials and stage and just all like the kind of uh, facets into being an actor and it it allowed me to audition in front of my agents um, who then sent me out on my first uh, voiceover 
auditions. The first one of those that I booked being Ben 10, mm-hmm. um, Alien Force. Uh, back then, it was called Ben 10 Hero Generation. Um, right. And I had no idea because I didn't have cable or anything. So I didn't know like what any of these projects were. Um, but that's well, how that's... I got into it. Like a very condensed version. Of, uh, I mean, that's, it fairly describes it. But it's pretty much yeah. it. That's pretty much it. That's interesting, like, not having cable and, like, auditioning for, like, these shows that are super popular, but you're just like, eh, I got this job. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we got cable after I, I booked it mm-hmm. so we could watch it, you know. Um, yeah. But, like, that was the that was the catalyst to us as a household getting cable. Um, <laughs> otherwise, like, you know, we would be like, Mom, can we get cable? Like, I want to watch Cartoon Network. And mm-hmm. um, she'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So you two were a PBS kid? I, too. Yes. The PBS kid. PBS is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, and how did you, so I mean, years later, you landed the role of Hawks in My Hair Academia. How did that come mm-hmm. out, come about? Um, so I was referred to by Brittany Lauda over in Texas, who oh. I believe before that, uh, we were acquainted because we were in our friend Marie's, um, we were in her thesis film art film like coming out of art school together um we played uh two of her we played her leads two of her leads um and um this season rock lock was coming up which as what i'm assuming is like the biggest reason right she's like oh you know that's got to be properly represented so i was um i was referred to by Brittany, but also my agents were in communication with funimation to get opportunities from them to Mm -hmm. some actors that i'm with I mean, to some act not that I'm with, uh, to some <laughs> actors also in my agency, right? Um, and uh, yeah, so like I got sent the auditions um, through the. I mean, the the director reached out to me, and I got sent the packet, um, and I auditioned and sent that off with my agent, um, and yeah, that's how I booked Sakaki. And then um, I did the episode uh, with Sakaki with Colleen, and after that, um, she was. I, I say I'm a lot, don't I? I'm, I'm noticing it now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the problem with podcasts you notice all the things right all your little your little ticks and the... mm-hmm. so after that she wanted to audition me for someone else she was like oh you know she it, it was great we worked together and it, i don't know for both of us it was like this is too short it, it, this didn't you know so uh she was like i'm still up casting this character um i'd like you to audition too so um yeah uh she gave me the audition for hawks i took it home I stressed about it for three days, and then I sent it over. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right yeah. for everything I do, too. Mm-hmm. I stressed about it. I gave it to God and sent it over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did the obligory three-day stress. All right. right. Cool. Good. <laughs> yeah. And I love, too, like, he's gotten so much shine in season two and then Heroes Rising. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome just to, like, see all that. Well, I think the most amazing thing is is that how attached like fans are to him mm-hmm. given his limited time in the spotlight you know like i mean you know fans who read the manga were already like in love with him mm-hmm. by the time he showed up in the movie and then he showed up in the movie and i think it just brought on this whole new crowd of people who who, who like were curious about him and who could grow to to like him and you know now he's appear- he's appeared in the anime and he's he, in a very very bold way that's probably hopefully made like more people just be interested in him as a character and it's just it's just uh it's fascinating like how even through his limited uh 
his limited exposure like he's already garnered such an uh you know such an incredibly dedicated and passionate fan base yeah i think bold is such the right word like he made such a bold <laughs> yeah um impact especially in end of season two mm-hmm. um but yeah and then i saw too like you're talking about fans um i think one fan drew hawks as you and i thought that was really cool that's so cool i i yeah. love that i love that stuff well uh, what that mm-hmm. stuff uh what that all is for me is it's like it's all that's that's what representation is about like that's mm-hmm. what reflection is about it's about seeing yourself into characters that that you attach yourself to or seeing yourself in characters that align morally to you or that whose morals that you want to uh embody more in your own life you know and it can be anybody you know what that kind of stuff says to me is like like anybody it's kind of like the spider-man complex anybody can wear the mask like anybody can be the hero you mm-hmm. um and i'm it, why 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 not you know why couldn't it be yeah it was cool and i thought it was really cool you made it your um your profile picture yeah so that's really yeah yeah, yeah. It, it looked like you know he he drew it to be me and i uh, i thought that that was super cool so i i, I like that it's like a reflection of yeah I don't. Yeah. I I love it. So I asked if I could if I could make it my profile picture. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I think I would love to see more of that. Is like voice actors as their characters. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that enough, and that'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of us try to sometimes like de- detach our identities to our characters because mm. sometimes we get we don't the the you know sometimes the world doesn't want to know you the person they 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 you're only linked to them as the character that they love you know so they might be disheartened to find that you don't that you're not exactly like that character you know you're just a good actor or you know (laughs) sometimes you just want to be known as your own person you know sometimes you don't want to be called you know hawks you don't want to be called Mm -hmm. deku you want to be called justin you want to be called xeno you know you want to be called kellen yeah um so i think there's like a a difference i think there that makes sense i think one thing I think Will Smith said it. He was someone gave him advice to name his character Will because they're like they're gonna call you that. Like whatever name you name yourself, they're gonna call you that. And like he walked into some place with um Alfonso Ribeiro. And they're like, mm. "Hey Will, hey Carlton." <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I could totally see wanting to that like distance, especially like when fans can get out of hand, and you know you want, you know you know especially like now another example like insecure like people like do not like molly on hbo but mm. the actress is like i am not molly do not right. like <laughs> email me angry messages Don't hate me <laughs> right? i'm playing a character yeah. yeah please support my hbo comedy special <laughs> <laughs> please yeah. i want a career yeah i am yvonne not molly <laughs> but yeah so totally get that but yeah um but you also um Play Prince Kelby in Cannon Busters. I once mm. asked how that was because I think that was a really cool moment for you know a lot of Black anime fans. Mm. And also you, um, Casey was played by Stephanie Shea, who was Sailor Moon in the Viz Media yeah. dub. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if you got any time to work with her. Um, I worked with her because uh, we did all of Cannon Busters at NYAV Post, which mm. is a uh, recording studio post house um, here in LA, um, yeah. and. Stephanie is a major, if not founding member, um, but you know she's usually casting and starring and directing. She's just a, a force to 
a, just a, a force of talent. Mm-hmm. The, um, and yeah, so I, I didn't get to work with her in booth, in session, but she was there um, at all my sessions, um, supervising or directing, you know, or making sure I had all my paperwork, you know, reminding me not to leave my water bottle, <laughs> like things like that. <laughs> um, Cannabusters was amazing because um, not only like this, the story of how it came about to be in my life, but um, being an, you know, being a young African-American who loves anime and who wants to see themselves as the hero and who wants to be in anime and who, who you know, who who's grew up on it. And, and, you know, it, it kind of shaped a lot of, you know, my life and my values and, you know, storytelling, how I look at storytelling. Um, but also a medium that isn't always reflective of me naturally because it comes from Japan, of course, but Japan borrows from our culture a lot. Sometimes they play characters who are dark skin. They put in black characters sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not, not seeing myself uh, properly reflected all the time. It, it, it is a little uh, disheartening. So something like Cannon Busters with an all black cast and being kind of one of the first of its, of, of its nature to, to do that. Um, given my history with anime and my history with the industry, um, it was a very gratifying, humbling moment for me. Uh, I'm very, very grateful, and I feel incredibly blessed to be able to be a part of that, and even as, uh, to be as major of a part of that as I was. Yeah, yeah, that was super cool. And I'm happy you guys got to work together. Yeah, I forgot she also helped direct it, or directed mm-hmm. the, um, I think, the English version. Was, uh, Michael uh, directed us, uh, Central okay. Nicholas, but uh, she was, like, there. She helped as well. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she was on a previous episode. I'm trying to, like, remember um, everything, but yeah, that's cool. And then you also, like, speaking of, like, playing, seeing yourself reflected, like, to play Ezekiel and Carol on Tuesday, which is another show with a lot of black characters that mm-hmm. was pretty cool too yeah uh, I, I i wanted to be very very sure that i that i or someone of color played ezekiel um mm-hmm. you know he is clearly uh you know he's clearly black and you know he clearly has something to say which actually i think ezekiel is a very a very interesting point you bring up giving like the times we're in right now mm-hmm. and like how you know he's very against the system he's very um he's, he's very radical in terms of his content like the art he puts out um and also very intelligent you know and i think like uh uh yeah he, he was really really he's a really cool character and i'm glad that i got to that i got to portray him yeah me too <laughs> um, and so you voice obviously a lot of characters um you know, going Pokemon, mm. so many, so many. I like went through your list and I was like, I can't include everybody. But um, <laughs> what would you say has been the funnest character you've got to portray, play, and also the hardest? Um, The most fun, probably Sakaki uh, for my hero. It's very, that's a very obscure a- answer. But yeah, like I think as far as anime goes, like mm-hmm. the most fun has been sakaki like there's something about like the way i had to act as him that allowed me to completely like let go and be free and be wild and be crazy and and you know and just Mm -hmm. say and do whatever i wanted um and how i wanted and it just lent itself to this fun playful freedom that i guess is kind of sort of equivalent to being to like 
being drunk. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I think that's that. So when I was performing, at, you know, I wasn't stressing about if I'm good enough or if my reads were good enough or any of that. I was just literally having a ball. I was just having so much fun. Um, and what was the second question? Um, hardest one. Hardest one. Um, bu- 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 the hardest one, I think, uh, is is Go, um, because Go he exists in a very, um, he's a very he exists in a very particular space energetically, right? Um, and you know, uh, he, I'm trying to th- figure out how to word it, but like, he's not, he can't be as simple as me doing my young kid voice. Like he's got he he emotionally feels things at a particular level and he keeps a cap on emotionally where he's at until he doesn't, you know, and it, the, the trick to go is gauging how much to keep the lid on the pressure cooker, you know, when to let the lid off, when to let some steam out, when to you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I think that's the he's that's where he's the trickiest is like he's got he's a young kid but he's also soft so I have to make sure the softness is in my voice but he also has all of these like highs and lows especially the really high highs it's it if I do it too high or go too for it too much it betrays his character so um, he's very very tricky he's not difficult in in terms of being fun I think it's difficult in terms of, of accurately figuring him out as a character he's been the most difficult. Yeah. It seems like you're trying, like, you have to make sure you're placing emphasis in the right places and, like, being subtle in other places. It's 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 a, it's a lot about, like, figuring out how far or how much of, of, how much will he let go of the cool facade or how vulnerable is he going to let himself be. I think that's more probably what Amore is about, is, like, how mm-hmm. vulnerable is he going to let himself be in this moment, you know? Whether yeah. it's vulnerability emotionally, like softly, or vulnerability in in taking the mask off and just going crazy. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, is there a character you would love to voice? And you mentioned Sonic before. To Son- <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely would love to play Sonic. Um, <laughs> I, I'd love to voice Static someday. Um, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I think he's, like, the only one of the few, like, black superheroes left that, like, still has some room to put in a voice that can be definitive. Like, like Phil Lamar is probably the definitive. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I just love to voice a character that's very definitive for me, you know, mm-hmm. like a superhero. Like, you know, like, Kari Payton is Cyborg. Like, there's, you know, like, like Kevin Conroy is Batman. He just defined a character. And, like, I feel, uh, so maybe, my, maybe Miles I could do that with, but I... You know, um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'd love to voice a Ninja Turtle. Ooh, um, yeah. I think Mikey would be super fun. Yes. Um, and an an anime protagonist is kind of my goal. Um, I, mm-hmm. so I I'd, I'd love to, like Shonen, like a really cool action. Yeah. You know, that young awesome. angsty hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's gonna happen. The way your resume is stacking up. Hope so. Well, yeah. God willing. Yeah. Um, and do you have any other favorite anime series that you like to watch? <laughs> right now I'm watching Haikyuu, and okay. I love Haikyuu. I love it so much. Um, 
I think it, it's it's so good, and I never expected myself to like an anime that, about volleyball. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I hear a lot about it. I and it's not even just like that; it's about volleyball. But like mm-hmm. in my like in my mind of minds, I was always like, Psh, I will never watch a sports anime. Like <laughs> my anime's gotta have giant swords and explosions if you want me to watch it. Otherwise. Robot forget about it it's got to have robots you know yeah. exactly <laughs> um and but you know what it, there's a black guy haiku <laughs> so there I was you go. Like, it's gotta watch it gotta watch the whole show now uh i stand um yeah. uh, i was thinking about it the other night as i was driving home i was like i was like wait you know us as black people we're not hard to please we really aren't <laughs> just put one just put a black person in it and we will watch it if it's especially yeah. if it's anime we will watch the whole thing for this specific character yeah that is entirely true there have been animes i've watched where i've watched it because i'm like oh there's a black character in here okay I'm okay like, let me check this out let me, let me see check what it this out is about. uh that's how i started <laughs> watching i think magi right i saw sphinxes mm. i was like black and inspired by egypt let me watch Maki. Uh, see what this is about. I, I yeah. yeah. I had to warn one of my friends. She was watching Hunter Hunter X Hunter and um, because she saw Canary and she's like, oh, there's a black character. I was like, wait, she's only in like ten episodes. You should still watch it because it's a great show. Right. But just so you know, <laughs> she's no, like not, not in the entire picture. series. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get your hopes up. But she's still in there. You should still watch like all. But she shows episodes. up pretty much like. Like she shows up, uh, I think in the first season, the second mm-hmm. season, and the last season. Yeah, she plays a pretty prominent role. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't want her to think she was like a main like, character. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, but yeah, and I think she's like one of my favorite black anime characters ever. Just like the way they drew her, her mm-hmm. character, like just amazing. I love her. I love Canary. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah, but yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not a sports anime person. Um, but that haiku is i think might break it for me because i it's i keep eyeing it i'm like i'm gonna watch this eventually because everyone keeps saying the same things about it like i never thought i'd be interested in a volleyball anime or i never thought i'd be interested in a sports anime and they love it so Mm -hmm. that's me too yeah um and then so this one is a little bit more open but like what else do you stand so like it's like for me it's like beyonce Mm. and uh i guess insecure (laughs) this show (laughs) Um, I stand Donald Glover and anything he puts his hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, I I stand um, like PlayStation. I stand mm-hmm. Sony, uh, PlayStation games. They just come out with some of the the best games ever. Definitely. Um, like I don't. Yeah. Like um, I I stand. Um, love i love love mm, that's nice um, yeah <laughs> optimism yeah. and empathy <laughs> i stand right. those things um <laughs> we need more people who stand need, those things uh more of that you know <laughs> yeah always um yeah it's it's the yep yeah. stand kingdom hearts oh yeah yeah um, yeah that's the first thing i thought of once you said playstation <laughs> yeah oh yeah see there you are we're on the same page <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't. I mean, obviously, you have the Childish Gambino um, username on mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. And I'm guessing you're an Atlanta fan. Oh, I love Atlanta. Yeah. I'm, I, 
I'm sad they make us wait so long between seasons because Atlanta is so good. Yeah, it is so good. Like, yeah. I'm really mad uh, that it didn't win the Emmy for, um, what episode was that? Oh, was it Teddy Perkins? Teddy Perkins. Yeah. Me too. That was, that episode was amazing. Like, it was better than a lot of scary movies I've seen. Yeah. Just what an incredible show. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I love Atlanta so much. It is really, really, really good. Just like, yeah. It's it's a great show. <laughs> Turn this into the Atlanta fan club right. podcast, but, <laughs> but yeah, I totally get that. Like especially lately, I mean, I love his work like in community and um, stand up. I think weirdo, but like lately, it's been like um, you know his music, mm-hmm. um, Stone Mountain, and Atlanta. He's just been like on it. Yeah, like I think I think he he could just focus on something and do it like. I read an article about like how he how his philosophy on like how he adjusts or adapts or picks up a new skill and he just does he focuses and he just does it for hours until he's good at it and like he's so nothing he puts out is going to be the same as the the thing before it right so like this new album is kind of like uh um awaken my love but not you know he evolves with each project or he experiments with each project and I love that. Like I love that bravery. I love that ability to be that in tune with art and your personal art then you can operate on that level. Yeah, yeah, that's so admirable. Like I wish I could like choose to do something like all right, I'm going to like focus on mastering this for the next week. <laughs> right, I'm and so just all do over it. the place. Yeah, yeah, same. Like I've been trying to play piano for I don't know how long and my piano just kind of stays there in the corner <laughs> you know <laughs> it's hard yeah i think i started learning piano and the only reason i stuck with it because because um alicia keys came out and then like i was gonna quit and i was like oh alicia keys she's cool i want to i want to learn this still <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Interesting but i try that happens too like how uh mm-hmm. people we look up to can influence whether or not we continue to do something or mm-hmm. influence even whether we do choose to take up doing something you know yeah yeah but then i tried guitar later on and there was there was no one who came along (laughs) i was like my hands hurt (laughs) that is really cool awesome i like your stand list it is awesome thank you i I wish i had more (laughs) i feel like i should have more i feel like i should stand more thing you know i feel like keeping it you know succinct is good you know Mm. you can only stand so many things you need you need your energy right (laughs) Like Beyonce takes a lot already for me, doesn't it? <laughs> to monitor, <laughs> whole you the whole beehive. Yeah, right. So yeah, gotta like save my money for that and Sailor Moon. <laughs> but, but, oh. I totally understand. Yeah. Oh, and do you have any advice for anyone who wants to get into voice acting? I always say, just remember why you started. Like, remember it's easy to to forget why you, you fell in love with acting in the first place. You know, mm. when you're worried about whether you booked the job or whether your audition was good or, you know, how much you're working, how much you're not working, how much you're getting paid, how much you're not getting paid. You know, if you're union or if you're not union, it, 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 there's a lot, there's a lot that kind of, that kind of muddles and murkies the waters of, I love acting and it's fun and it, and I don't want to do anything else. Um, so I think, like, if you're going to do it, 
remember why and, and, and keep taking classes and keep working on those demos and keep sending them to people because every, you know, art is subjective. You know, what somebody else thinks is invaluable might be what somebody else thinks that they can mark, they, that they can work with, you know, um, that they want to work with. So um, just keep, hold on to your love for your art and keep working hard at improving it. And I think you'll be fine. Anyone will be fine. Well, now I need to ask you, why did you fall in love with acting? Um, there was something about, like, taking a step out of yourself and 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 being somebody else in uh, in another place that I that attracted me to acting. Mm-hmm. Um, playing pretend, I I played pretend as a kid all the time, like a lot, like without knowing what it was, you know, like in. Uh, like on the playground at recess, me and my friends would pretend to be vampires or pretend to be characters from an anime, and mm-hmm. we would just run around and pretend fight and have these pretend stories, and we did it every day. And all the kids thought we were weirdos. Like all of them thought we were just so strange. And I guess, I guess, like outside looking in, we were. But that's always I've always loved doing that. I've always loved feeling. I think I like feeling, and I like. Uh, emulating different feelings experiencing those emotions um and i think that's what drew me to acting in the first place i was getting to play pretend again and (laughs) you know emulate these feelings and entertain people yeah that makes all the sense hey well if you ever forget you can come back and listen to this episode yeah thank you i probably will honestly you know sometimes it's easy it really is you get even when you're working when you're not working like it's easy even when you are working to get caught up in the work Mm -hmm. and you know that you forget the basic core value of of why you do it you know yeah yeah i mean sometimes i have to write stuff down just Mm -hmm. to like remember you know like this is why i like this is what i do when i'm this way or you know it's really helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so you probably, you may or may not remember, but on that Blockbuster video from years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was probably at the end of the Sailor Moon episode, there was most likely the Sailor Moon Says um, section where she would just kind of like give a PSA at the end of every episode. Um, so what would your like PSA be? So like Sailor Zeno Says. Oh, um... Hmm. Uh, I can give you some examples if you want. Yeah, from yeah, other yeah what, what's an example? Okay, hold on. Let me let me pull it up really quickly. Um, Karen is not a slur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top five lists are stupid. Um, be yourself. Be yourself for yourself. Uh, don't give up. That is the key. That's from Brandon. Um, screw the haters. Secure the bag. Uh, follow your dreams believe in yourself and punch fear in the face always Mm. Um, believe in yourself again wash your hands (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah chill out have a good time there's been a few (laughs) from previous episodes it's been pretty fun Mm. Mm. Um, mine would be well do I have to say sailor Sailor Zeno says? You don't have to. <laughs> if you want uh, to, though, it'll be fun, but you don't have to. Sailor Zeno says, um, you deserve it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. 
I think more people need to hear that. Yeah, Serzino says, um, you deserve it. And yeah. with the power of God and anime on your side, <laughs> nothing is impossible. Right. And Mecca. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, what's next for you and where can people find you? Uh, chronologically right now, next for me is Go. Uh, Pokemon right. Journeys uh, uh, comes out on, on June 12th. Um, mm-hmm. People can find me uh, at Childish Gamzino everywhere. Um, Instagram and Twitter, which is my most active, I guess, social media uh, presences, especially on Twitter, because I'm uh, direct tweeting the LAPD and telling them to please do something <laughs> about their department. Um, or actually, I'm direct tweeting them to be like, we're about to get rid of y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, defund the police. You about to lose your job. Your job. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the move. <laughs> that's the move right there. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's what's next for me. Uh, I do have uh, other stuff coming up that I can't talk about, but you probably nobody will probably see it in a while anyway. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. And this actually episode will come out in August. So if you have anything in August you want to plug. Ooh, uh, I don't even know. Like that's like how unpredictable yeah. like our like our work is. Like the My Hero Academia game dub came out yesterday. I had no idea. The DLC <laughs> said Hawks is going to come out tomorrow, which would be the 11th uh, of this recording uh, right. in June. Um, and it came out today. So, you know, um, I don't know anything. I don't, I usually don't <laughs> um, know things. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm sure there might be something I can an- announce, uh, hopefully. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I actually spoke to an author in another episode whose her book is getting adapted into a TV series. And I'm like, oh, how's it going? She's like, I don't know what's going on over there. They don't tell me things. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> right. Like, how, 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 how am I the one that doesn't know? right it's so funny how that happens um but yeah that's awesome definitely i guess people if anything can follow you at childish gamzino if they want to figure out what's what's next they'll find out along with you (laughs) and of course you can follow me at miss old school it's old school with a k and you can follow the podcast at moonies club on instagram and moonies underscore club on wait sorry i mixed that up moonies club on twitter moonies underscore club on instagram (laughs) And thank you again for coming on the show and talking Sailor Moon with me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is fun.